Hello, everybody. This is Chris Blair, voice of the national champion Fighting Tigers of LSU. And you're locked in to the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Middle Georgia's number one voice of community and collegiate sports. Go Tigers. This is Mike Conti of Atlanta United and the Atlanta Hawks Radio Networks. You're listening to Middle Georgia's number one team for community and collegiate sports from Atlanta to Savannah. It's the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Hey, this is Andy Demetra, voice of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, and when I want to know what's going on in Middle Georgia sports, there's only one place I go. It's the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show, your place for community and collegiate sports. Guys, take it away. All right, welcome back into another Rob, Ben, and Joe Show here, hanging out with you as football season and all sports seasons have uh, taken what could be a perilous turn or could be a great turn. We'll see uh, the opening of colleges and sports and schools and the NFL and everything else on the Robin and Joe show. We're going to talk about it all, but today we're going to focus on high school sports and we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. John Nelson from GPB Sports going to be joining us in just a couple of minutes. But uh, I want to say thanks to all of our sponsors, of course, here each and every week on the Rob, Ben, and Joe show. You have, uh, of course, our friends from Network One Sports uh, providing and bringing you the show each and every week, as well as Marco's Pizza, Georgia Farm Bureau, uh, Bubba's Tire Center, and our friends at Eyeballs Marketing and Media and Warner Robins. We appreciate you guys bringing us in each and every week. Don't forget, you can find us anywhere you travel in the social media space, Instagram, Twitter. You can find us at RBJ Show on Facebook, at RBJ Podcast, online at rbjshow.com, SoundCloud, Spotify, Instagram, or uh, iTunes, Apple uh, Music Store. You can get us anywhere you go. So be sure and download the show and take us where you want, and uh, we'll be happy to go. On the show with us today, we've got our friend, and, uh, boy, I tell you what, you want to talk to somebody who knows high school football in the state of Georgia, we've got Mr. John Nelson on here with us. John, how are you doing, my friend? Oh, one foot in front of the other, guys, just trying to look like I know what I'm doing anyway. <laughs> I hear you, John. Well, uh, Joe here with you, Robin Ben, going to be uh, tuning in just a second here. But, uh, John, uh, you've been in television radio uh, a long time. All my life. I know. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> Out of Atlanta, they're based in uh, Lakeside, grad here uh, from, from Georgia and a Florida State alum. So we appreciate you being on the show with us here, my friend. I was going to say, wait a second. I, I feel I feel like I'm going up against like a, a gator or a cane or something. I didn't know what you're, you're like. You're talking about Florida State and somebody who just ends up living wide left and wide right every football season. I, I didn't know, Joe. I didn't know where you were going, but okay. I didn't know if you were going to give me some really nasty place place kicking flashbacks before we started. But, uh, okay. We're all good, man. You got a bulldog here, and then you got Robin Ben from Mercer University. They were both uh, okay. bears. Yeah. Go bears! Yeah, there you go. Uh, you know, we had your friend Jeff Cameron on from ESPN Radio in Tallahassee uh, just a couple weeks ago. He was on the show with us here. So uh, if I'd have known the connection, I would have made it sooner <laughs> for you guys. It's, it's uh, you know, it, it is you know, as as much as you, and you know this, and everybody knows in this business. When you think the business is as big as it is, it really isn't. It is a very, very small world. And, you know, you can turn and then there's somebody that, you know, was a former intern or was a someone that you talked to in a, in a past life. And so, no, it's, it's, it's fun to see where everybody is and where everybody grows to. And it's just fun to, to catch up with everybody in, in times like this. It sure is. And, uh, John, it's uh, fun to see and get to chat with you today because, of course, uh, we had the chance to work uh, in close proximity with state championships this past year with Dublin uh, bringing home the AA state championship. And yep. as uh, as we've gotten into 
the precarious beginnings of what's supposed to be sports season this year with everything going on. You may have heard me mention there with uh, uh, in the open with the Big Ten pushing everything back to I September know. 1st and the, the Ivy Leagues pushing everything back to spring. Uh, tell me what you're hearing around the state of Georgia just uh, you know, from your ear to the ground. What do you hear? Well, I mean, with uh, the Olympic sports and the ACC pushed back to September 1st, the Big Ten going to – uh, non-conference games, and I think that that affects 36 matchups, if my math is correct, and 28 of them are fellow uh, Division One. and I just dated myself by saying that instead of FBS, <laughs> FCS. 1AA, there's eight 1AA schools, I think, and 28 other uh, Division One schools that were affected by it. And for me, really from a college perspective, I'm looking at the trickle-down effect economically because uh, in those 26 games, I think uh, there's uh, those 26 opponents or something like that, I want to say that the number was $22 million that is not going to be going to those schools now. And, you know, we've seen in the uh, Ivy League, I think Princeton cut a boatload of – I mean – Dartmouth cut a boatload of sports today. Right. Uh, Stanford cut 11 of 36, not after this season, but after next season. Uh, Boise cut a couple of sports, including baseball, the other day. So uh, really, if you're a fan of college sports, just kind of keep an eye on the the trickle-down effect of these games not being played for our friends in the group of five and in the uh, one double A because there are a lot of student athletes who are, who are going to be affected in this and a lot of schools that are going to be affected. And sadly, when we come out the other side of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, I, I think that the landscape's going to be a little different and that doesn't even get into things like minor league baseball and, and things like right. that. I mean, it, it's really going to look a lot different. Uh, I agree with you a hundred percent. It's going to be uh, something uh, that will just be different than what we've seen already. And I think just the rest of this year will be that as well. So I know you've covered uh, for uh, Georgia Public Broadcasting high school athletics for uh, 21. 20, this is like my 26th or 27th wow. year, I think. Yeah, I know. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's impressive, my that's friend. That's math. Yeah, what that's are you? math for you. What are you, like 30 years old? You've been doing it your whole life? <laughs> yeah, I started when I was three. <laughs> But I mean, it's uh, it's it's been fun to see how things have grown and evolved at Georgia Public. I mean, we I think we've done the championship games now for 22 straight years, and uh, it was fun to do it last year with uh, everybody uh, and the crew that really makes it hum. And, and what I what I like to tell folks, it, it, and and you know this, it's like when you're doing broadcast television. Uh, you know how many how many folks at home who are listening have dogs? You know mm-hmm. when you when you have a dog, does that dog like to go to the lake and, and you know, go and chase sticks and you know bring them back to shore? Well, what I what I tell folks like when I talk to classes in high school and things like that is I'll say, okay, imagine that dog having dove into the lake, dove dived. Dove, I think. <laughs> dove. We'll go with thank, dove. Thank, thank goodness this is not English class. My mother, if my mother, the English major, would, would be hearing this, she'd probably call me right now. But the dog goes into the lake, gets the stick, tries to bring it back to you on shore. What do you see above the water line? You see the dog with the stick in its mouth, and he's just kind of chugging along doing his thing. What's going on below the water line with that dog to make sure he can get back to shore? He is paddling like mad. What a lot of folks don't get to see is the dog paddling like mad to get 
all of the, the games broadcast because it was 10 games in 42 hours, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and, Something crazy. Yeah. And so it's, it's a lot of folks that put in a lot of hard work. It ends with the championships, but you know, we have the football Fridays game of the week and all that kind of stuff. And so a lot of folks do a lot of quality work to make sure that we can represent the state as best we can when we're doing the, the football Fridays in Georgia uh, game of the week, but to get to, this particular season, I know a lot of folks were looking at, and I know especially down I-16, they were looking at what was going on down in Effingham County a couple of weeks ago and what was going on at Long County a couple of weeks ago where athletes tested positive and they had to shut things down for uh, all the way through dead week in some instances. And I know that uh, Brunswick is uh, having to deal with that now. Glen Academy had to shut things down for three weeks. And I think that really that was the first thing that we were all looking at. And today, uh, since we're on the other side of dead week, I was at a school in uh, Fulton County that's having to do multiple sports right now and just ask their AD and their head football coach and their kids, what's it like to do stuff in this new normal where you're going to the weight room and you can only have a certain amount of people in the weight room at any given time. Oh, yeah. And and it's in shifts. And then when that shift is over, you've got to wipe everything down and you've got to make sure that everything has been sterilized as as best you can. Then the next group comes in and then you go outside and I'm doing interviews with a, a head football coach wearing a mask. And I've got, you know, hand sanitizer and, and hand and you know face wipes with me. And it still only took me four minutes to sweat through my clothes today, <laughs> which means that we're on the. That side of dead week. That's right. But, but I mean, it's just, it's an, it's a new normal and just trying to figure out where you are in the day to day. That's first and foremost what you're up to. And then, uh, you know, caught up with Robin Hines, uh, the executive director of the Georgia High School Association, uh, a couple, a couple days ago just to get his lay of the land. And that's going to be coming out on the website fairly soon at gpb.org in the sports section. But right now, uh, all of the athletics directors, whether it's for a county or whether it's for uh, a city or just a number of schools, they are operating as best they can a day at a time. And there's uh, on the understanding that the schedule is going to be as is. And obviously that could change at a moment's notice, but right now it is just taking it a day at a time. And I know that sounds cliche, but a day at a time, and that gets you that much closer to August 19th. Yeah, John, and we're uh, we're approaching. This is Rob here. Um, we're getting there pretty quick. And uh, you know, here in in Dublin, uh, West Lawrence, they had an issue with a with a case, and they had to shut it down for a couple of days, and then they'll be yeah. back because somebody was involved. So, I think one of the and you may know a little bit more than we do, but have you heard anything about this? I guess it's kind of like the worst case scenario. You start the season, and then one kid has it, and then they played so so and so. Like, what's going to happen in that case? Uh, do you think when when that if that arises? Don't know, and, and that's the that's the landscape that we're in. You know, uh, you look at say Major League Soccer or the NWSL, which are the two professional sports leagues that are going on right now, and they came up with and I know you can't have this in high school sports right now, but they came up with a bubble scenario where you go in early, you're tested before you go in, you're tested repeatedly while you're inside the bubble to make things as safe as possible. Uh, right now, obviously, something like that is cost prohibitive when it comes to high school athletics. And so what the schools are doing is they are making sure that they are in constant contact with their athletes. And it's not just for football because you have uh, a handful of other sports that are considered fall sports that are still going on right now. I mean, today, 
it was volleyball practice that was going on in, in, inside the high school. So it's a matter of making sure that you're staying on top of the health of, of your students and your student athletes. And also for the, the student athlete to sit there and, you know, when we were all growing up, guys, I mean, it was, you know, you you don't want to admit that you're not feeling well. You, you don't want to admit that you're sick. You know, the, the whole rub some dirt on it and get back out there mentality. Uh, you know, I've talked to coaches around the state, and this has been, a, a, you know, a, a good teaching lesson for, for them as coaches, where if, if one of their students comes to them and, and they aren't feeling well, uh, you know, then – if they call them ahead of time and they're not feeling well, then stay at home, get a test, right? Uh, you know, to make sure that you and your family are as healthy as possible. And then uh, to make sure that you're not jeopardizing those around you. And it's just a, a big issue right now with just making sure that you're keeping an eye on yourself first and foremost. But when it comes to that scenario of starting something, getting a positive test, stopping and then restarting, don't know what that would look like. You know, is it shut down for 48 hours? Everybody retests, and then you come up with, you know, a, a three-game in 10-day scenario like we had when the hurricane came through the coast, which was done by the smaller schools. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it could end up being something like that, but once again, you're, you're talking about a, a hypothetical that it, that is way out there right now, and right now it's just looking at things a, a day at a time and going, okay, if you're not feeling well, stay at home. So that way you can keep an eye on yourself, you can keep an eye on your family, and you can make sure that you're going to be as healthy as possible and you're not going to be in a situation where you're spreading it to your friends and your fellow students. That's right. Well, I'll tell you what, one of the things that's interesting is, you know, even more into this year was the fact that uh, we had some region realignments and some some teams uh, moving around. So, you know, that kind of plays into some of the, the travel factors that could exist into this year. I know Rob and Ben and I were talking about this earlier. You know, Dublin's traveling schedule uh, kind of diminished as far as geography was concerned. Right. Uh, so I don't know, you know, <laughs> we don't even know about anything like that, but it's just a, a new different piece, right? A new different moving part. Yeah. Uh, and, and, that, and that's the, the whole thing. And, you know, right now there are, you know, when I talk to Dr. Hines, they have prepared for uh, a lot of different scenarios and they're fair and they're very confident in their prep in their preparation. I mean, his, his, uh, his to-do book or his uh, book of alternatives is probably about two inches thick and is either on his desk or he's got like a, a big whiteboard or a big chalkboard, you know, like Bart Simpson has at the beginning of every episode of The Simpsons and he's yeah. writing something a yeah. hundred times. So it's either on his fridge, in his office, on a chalkboard, in a, in a Word document, in a PDF file, or in a really big book. But the, the GHSA is, you know, they're confident that they've got every scenario that possibly could go with uh, scheduling, stop, start, uh, those kinds of things. They're they're pretty confident, but they're also full speed ahead. I hear you. I hear you. Well, let me ask you this: uh, while we're talking about the realignment and, and you know just coverage uh, in general, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second. Uh, you guys do a great job, obviously, uh, Georgia Public Broadcasting (GPB) with the football coverage, and uh, you know we had Larry King, uh, Larry uh, Smith, on with us recently as a guest, and of course yep. uh, we all know our friend Tommy Palmer, and uh, yes. all best wishes going to him with everything he's dealing with. But saw him post recently about uh, his blogs and podcasts coming back. So can you talk a little bit about the talent and the team of what you're going to have coming into the the season this year, about what you guys are going to be doing in coverage and all? 
all? Well, I mean, it's going to be the the same cast, and right now, obviously, it's just trying to figure out uh, the dates and when things are going to start. But uh, our plan is to do the same number of uh, football games that uh, we've been doing in the past for Football Fridays in Georgia, and obviously, we go through the playoffs and finish up with uh, the state championships. But you know, when obviously we when we know what those matchups are, obviously if and here's your here's your blatant plug for the show. <laughs> if you haven't uh, if you haven't downloaded the GPB Sports app, do so. Available iOS and Android. It's it's free. You get to keep up with your favorite teams and everything all across the board. Uh, follow on Facebook. Follow on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at OSG Nelson. Uh, they've got Instagram. I don't know if the kids call it the IG, the Gram, or, or the Insta. <laughs> yeah. But any one of those, uh, just like and like and friend, be there as well. Uh, it, it's going to be Hannah and Matt and uh, Matt Stewart, Wayne Gandy up in the booth. It's going to be uh, Hannah, Hannah, uh, Hannah Gooden and myself uh, downstairs. But right now, obviously, we don't know what the on-air product is going to look like because of where we are right now with COVID-19. I mean, you've got the uh, the, the National Federation has three separate tiers of folks allowed into high school football stadia for any given day. Tier one is, my understanding, is basically just essential personnel. It's like, okay, the game's going to go. It's just the players and the officials, and then there you go. No one is, No one's allowed inside. Tier two would be essential media, and you add the the other essential personnel and some basic personnel around that. And then tier three is what we all know where folks can go to the Shamrock Bowl and watch a game, or they can go to any one of the Lawrence schools and, and catch a game or anyone there in the footprint. So right. what we're all hoping for is tier three. What we've seen in things like NASCAR and the PGA Tour, I guess, would be the equivalent of like a, a tier two situation where – the event is still going on. Media are inside, and there's no fans. And I know that uh, any school and any administrator is hoping for Tier 3 right now, and we're preparing for Tier 2 scenarios. We're preparing for, obviously, a Tier 3 scenario, but uh, our book is getting pretty thick, too, when it comes to what we're going to be doing and how we can pull <laughs> it off. I mean, is it going to look like is it going to look like NASCAR, where there's a – a limited number of folks on set on site, and then Matt and, and Wayne are back in Atlanta, and then they're doing all of the graphics and all the effects and all the other stuff out of the Atlanta studios with uh, some of us on site. You know that that's certainly a possibility. It just depends on how things evolve. But we're keeping an eye on it. We had a a meeting this week, as a matter of fact, to kind of discuss alternatives and what we can do and interactions and how to plan. And so our book is getting about as big as the GHSA. Yeah, we've we've talked a little bit about here on too about how big of an issue it could cause without having fans in the stadium from a revenue no from a revenue perspective. Like no doubt. here at, in Dublin, uh, you know, now, now moving down to single A, well, football the Ooh. gates the gates from football huge are massive for mm-hmm. not just the football program. But for all the other sports, it helps float those guys that, I mean, you know, there's on, on softball games and soccer yeah, games, there's, absolutely. you know, maybe a handful of fans going to some of those games. Um, and, and it's even a bigger deal when you move up to the Atlanta area where there's, yep. you know, over probably 10, 12,000 coming to some of these games. So, you know, what do you think about the revenue uh, ramifications for, uh, for these schools? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's right. That's right. There are well, ramifications. I mean, I mean, honestly, I mean, honestly, think about it. Because 
I mean, think about it like your your favorite college football team. Yeah, same you thing. Know, whether it's whether you're whether it's Mercer and you're at five star, whether it's Georgia and you're playing, you know, between the hedges. There's always, you know, if you don't have, you know, eight thousand at five star, if you don't have eighty thousand or ninety thousand or however many that they could have in in uh, in Athens, and you have to do it through social distancing or you have to do it behind closed doors. It's all of that revenue goes away and in college you can rely on on tv revenue if you're a power five school uh mercer it would be in, incredibly difficult because you don't have that revenue coming in yep. in high schools i mean if you you look at dublin east dublin you look at cochran you you look at uh you know you look at what uh you look at uh, uh twigs jeffersonville you mm-hmm. know you look at uh, Statesboro and Bullock County and Twin City, uh, Graymont Summit, you know, places like that, Swainsboro, all of these markets on all of these football Fridays where all of these people want to come in and why watch the lesser revenue sports. I mean, it, it does, it certainly is something that, that could be, you know, it could be devastating on a couple of different fronts, not just for the school, but for the community in and of itself, because on these game days, I mean, guys, you know what it means for folks to, to go and eat at the restaurants in, in oh, Dublin yeah, that are yeah. just on the flip side of the road from the Shamrock Bowl, as an example. Oh, yeah. You know, going to the mall, going to, going to, the, to your Dairy favorite Queen restaurant. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, if, I wanted to, if I wanted to park my car at the mall, go to the DQ, get some desserts, or get a, a, a bacon double cheeseburger. There you go. And, and, a, and a large fry and, you know, maybe a blizzard or just a, a large Diet Dr. Pepper or something. <laughs> uh, well, I have to do that these days because the physician's assistant, last time I went to the doctor's office, yeah, uh, they're like, uh, oh, so you like to eat, huh? <laughs> the bacon double cheeseburger what, what, gave it away. The, the blizzard well, gave it away. But I'm like, well, no, actually, I like to drink. Yeah. I mean, I, I like to have soda yeah. because, you know, you guys, you know me. You see me with a Mountain Dew in my hand <laughs> yeah. pretty much everywhere yeah and so i'm i'm only allowed like one mountain dew now a day yeah. and i do and so the rest of it's diet soda but i mean but the point is is like if i want to go to my favorite restaurant there in dublin park my car and walk over to the shamrock bowl and try to bring that food in at the same time while i would invest in what's going on at the concession stand which is another question i have coming up in just a bit but if you can't do that you're not helping the dairy queen you're not helping the local business you're not helping out concessions by going into the shamrock bowl there's this there are a lot a lot of trickle down effects that happen in all of this stuff if you don't have fans on fridays and maybe there are and i've seen it in other cities with other sporting events that have gone and what they've done is they've done like drive-in movie scenarios mm-hmm. where they put up a big screen in a big lot and folks come in their cars and they'd pay like a cover charge or whatever and they'd be sitting in their cars watching the event that's going on and still it's their way to give back to that sports team that they're that they're there to support. So maybe there are ways around it. It may not necessarily be the same revenue. But I think what it does is it forces, if you get into these situations, I think it forces schools and cities and boosters and supporters to be nimble in their ways to support, to continue to give to the teams and the schools that they love. Yeah, and we've we also have kind of kicked around, you know, this thought that you know the the people that really love football, like in in Athens, okay. Not to mention the people that go in the game, but let's say they're not allowed to go in. How are you gonna hold out a hundred and some odd thousand people 
from going around the stadium or parking around its parking decks or, right. you know, going into the city of Athens, how are they going to halt all these people from going? Or if the students are actually in class, which who knows if they're going to be there or not. Nobody knows at this point. Yeah. But how are you going to do that? And the same thing from happening at the high school level. How yeah. are you going to keep people from parking on the outside or just coming across the street, you know? There's a lot well, of a lot of moving well, parts. But I think I think in that I think that if you're looking at it specifically, let's just say it's a, it's a Dublin home game. I think that if everyone got together and understood that by not being together, we come that much closer to being together. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. I think that, you know, they're, they're, and this is what I meant by being nimble about approaches if it comes to this, that, you know, it's about wearing masks. It's about social distancing. It's about responsibility. It's about all of these things. I mean, you saw the governor when the, the photograph, I want to say last week, where, you know, if you, if you want to see this in the fall, then you've got to, you know, wear this now, those kinds of things. And mm-hmm. so it's it's all about the idea that, you you wear the mask now. You social distance now. You wash your hands now. You, it's all about all of these different things, and then that way you can be that much closer to assuring that there will be fans at your favorite sporting event, regardless of what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be uh, definitely curious to see what happens with that. Now, uh, if you don't mind, John, we're going to take a quick break here and uh, come back in uh, just a second. And uh, first we'll time, talk- long time, love the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back and uh, talk a little bit more about those concession stands and some of the best teams around the state to watch this year, according to our friends at GPB. So we'll talk about that more coming right back here on the Robin and Joe Show. Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. Springtime is here, and Bubba's Tire Center is here to handle all of your vehicle needs. With the current situation of COVID-19, we are still operating our normal hours, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5.30. If you need some more time on that set of tires or vehicle repair, we offer a 90-day payment option that requires no credit check, as well as the Goodyear credit card. Don't forget, we offer free pickup and delivery, so you never have to leave your home or place of work. Call us today at 470 Seven eight two seven five two nine six four, or check us out online at Bubba'sTireCenter.com. Come to Bubba's Tire Center where we do tires and a whole lot more. Uh, Death Valley is now on the bucket list if it wasn't already. You sold us. And any time you want to take us, Chris, we'll be happy to go. (laughs) uh, Well, I promise you this. You guys let me know if you want to take in a game, and we'll roll out the purple carpet. It's too bad you missed the Georgia thrashing last season. (laughs) We will do that. Eyeballs Marketing and Signs. That's Eyeballs with a Z. I-B-A-L-Z is all about everything you need for printing services, marketing services, apparel services, signage, banners, wraps for your vehicles, design services, or a whole lot more. Whatever you need in your business to get your message out there, you can count on Eyeballs. I-B-A-L-Z dot com. Eyeballs Marketing and Sign and Warner Robbins. Now back to Rob, Ben, and Joe. Brought to you by Bubba's Tire and Network One Sports. All right, back on the Rob, Ben, and Joe show here. Uh, hanging out with our friend John Nelson from GPB Sports. 
John, everything good. You guys have your hands in when it comes to high school sports, and uh, we all know that and appreciate it. So let's talk about some of those uh, best schools that you're going to be watching if uh, we play football this fall. Uh, who are going to be the teams to keep an eye on? Of all of my children equally. I thought you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, I I know you love them all, but uh, I know there's some. I mean, teams... well, all right, okay. So let's talk. Yeah, let's single talk a. about single A. Yeah, let's talk about single A. All right. So private, I imagine, is probably going to be some of the same dance partners, uh, Eagles Landing Christian, uh, Prince Avenue Christian up in the Athens area with Brock Vandegrift at quarterback, uh, Athens Academy. So I think that that's that's pretty much going to be uh, who to look at yeah. in public. There's probably eight to ten teams that uh, I'm looking at. A lot of them in the region of Doom, Region Two, Single A. Yep. And uh, obviously, and you know, we we know that that, that there's a particular team that that you know that we're all tight with here on the show. There's, you know, <laughs> to to be, to be the man, you got to beat the man. You got to right? be the man. Right. That's right. That's right. So you know, quoting that individual, we know that that team. We'll put them to the side because we know that they're already a part of the discussion. <laughs> uh, the team that they went up against last year in the last game of the year, mm-hmm. with them coming into single A, they'll right. be in they'll be they'll be in Region Two next, next, uh, this upcoming season. So you've got Brooks County and guys. You know, we all know that uh, Brooks County is a team. Much like Dublin, they'll play anybody, any place, anytime, uh, twice on Tuesday. And if you want to line up cars along the interstate, just tell you know, <laughs> tell tell Roger when and where, and tell Maurice Freeman when and where. It's That's like right. okay, you know, Wednesday afternoon at four twenty, we're we're going to play at the East Dublin exit, and and then afterwards we're gonna we're gonna go to the golf course, you know. So that's right. Uh, that's I mean, you take Brooks County, they're a part of it now that they're in Region Two. Uh, you look at Pelham, you look at Mitchell County, and since they're in the same region, the team that wins that region rivalry game, I mean, basically these two schools are across the street from each other, but uh, the winner of that one gets the number one seed coming out of that region. The the two team out of that region is going to have a, a longer road to, to hold a deeper run to have to make in the playoffs. You look at the rest of region two, you've got Turner County with some tremendous uh, offense. They're coming in. You look at uh, the traditional power in Irwin County. You look at the traditional power in Clinch County. Uh, you just, it, it is just an amazing stacked bunch that you're looking at when it comes to, to Region 2 specifically. So uh, keep an eye on Region 2. wouldn't surprise me if you ended up with three or four teams, maybe even five, that made the, the final list for the playoffs in the postseason. But you know, I, I think eight to ten teams in, in single A. And then obviously, you know, when you're looking at – uh, 6A, you know, you're looking at 5A and 6A in Central Georgia. You're looking at some of the the old guard like a Rome and a Carrollton and a Warner Robbins, and and I want to see how Chad Alligator does in his first year. Yeah, we had him on the and, other day. Yeah, uh, yeah, and so yeah, so I've heard of Chad. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> you, you you call Chad and Chad instantly picks up the phone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and so and I want to see what Northside does in their first year. I want to see what Ryan does at Houston County and you know Milan Turner and veterans. Uh, they're always going to be a tough test for anybody that they'll walk up against. Uh, you know, the, the directional Lawrences, I want to see how they're going to respond because there have been some deep playoff runs there as well. Uh, you know, you, you look at South Georgia, you look at Region 1-7A, I think that the folks at Tift are going to want to have a bounce back year after what happened last year. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Camden County is a team to look at. And, and when you have uh, – Jamie Dubose now at Lowndes, taking over for Randy McPherson. The 
the funny thing now about the Wintersville Classic is that you have two Alabama head coaches who are now a part of the Wintersville Classic. <laughs> and Jamie Dubose at Lowndes and Rush Probst, who is now at Valdosta. Right. And we know what Rush wants to do with Valdosta. And when I talked yep. to him when he first got the job, he was like, you know, normally it takes me 18 months to, to turn a program around. I have to do it now in four. And so he, under, he understands what the, you know, the weight of Valdosta, W-E-I-G-H-T, is for a program <laughs> like Valdosta. You know, you look at Glen Academy and, and how solid they are on the coast. Uh, you look at the Savannah schools and how they've been making playoff runs recently. You know, there, there's always the, 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 the standard bearers like a Lincoln County and uh, Rabin County up in the mountains. Oh, yeah. Gunner, Gunner Stockton, one of the best QB names that's out the there. The boy can spin it. Yeah, and and so you know he's okay, and it'll be good to see how he continues to learn under Jay Bo Shaw. Uh, you know, you look at Rome up in Northwest Georgia. Calhoun's always going to be there, and you know there's always going to be a team that's going to surprise. You know, Cairo does some really good things down in the the southwest corner with Steve Dvorsky. So it, it's going to be a fun year. You know, in the city, you're always looking at can Marietta. What can Marietta do to repeat, having lost all that talent to Division One? Uh, you know, you look at a Harrison, what can they do to try to repeat in 6A? In 7A, you're looking at Grayson, you're looking at McEachern. And no, I did not cause the accident that is causing that ambulance to come buzzing fast <laughs> at this moment. Not my fault! Not your fault. Not my fault! But you look at, you know, you look at Marietta and you look at McEachern and you look at Hillgrove and they're all in the same region. And in Gwinnett County, it's Grayson and North Gwinnett and Archer and Mill Creek, and and so it it's it's going to be it's going to be a fun year. I guarantee it. Yeah, that's uh, there's no doubt about that, no doubt at all. So the thing that I'm curious about for you, uh, being from uh, the Atlanta area, there, uh, <laughs> yeah. where do you do you do you show any other allegiance when you're off camera? Do you have anybody that you're going to hang out and watch when you get the the opportunity to watch a game? I, I need to be as smart as humanly possible. <laughs> so what I'm doing is, and one of the cool things that we do, and you know, when you guys are are watching, when you when you have your off week and you're watching what we do with the the kicking it coverage, and right. and, and the and the kicking it coverage picks up speed as we get into region play and get in get in toward closer to the playoffs, and then when we hit the playoffs, it is just you know, Katie bar the door. And it's like okay, punt, red zone, play. <laughs> Red zone, two yard gain, play, bracket, you know, yep. it's, I, you know, I have to keep up with 400 schools and, and it's so much fun to do. It's just on, just on that notion of, okay, who's going to do what where? What matchups and non region player are, are going to determine things? Because what well, I always look at it as three seasons. You have the non region play, which sets you up for region play, which sets you up for postseason. And so for me, season one, the non-region games are always fun because I want to see who's challenging who. Region play for me always sets up the playoffs, and then that's the sprint to get us to Georgia State. But a uh, long answer to a short question is I watch as, I try to watch as many games as possible during the year and try to figure out when the brackets come out. You're looking at, what, 32 times 8, so that's 216 teams that you've got to know about instantly yep. <laughs> when you're doing bracketology <laughs> yep. shows. But no, so as much as as much as I love uh, Lakeside DeKalb, being a graduate from there, and you know we won a we won a state championship. We tied Kendrick back in 1990 out of Columbus, and uh, have had trouble ever since. So, uh, <laughs> no, it's I, I, I try to keep up with as much as I can around the state. And it's it's like you, you want to sit there and say, well, you know, I'd love to go and watch a game and just watch a game. 
Yeah. But I, I watch all the games. I'm, I'm, I'm the high school. I'm the high school junkie, basically. I hear you. Well, you know, me, me and my friends used to have this thing before I got uh, involved in football on Friday nights, where we would go to whatever the best matchup was around the state. Yeah. Right. We would yeah. just go to whatever that game was, and then it turned into we're going to go to the best stadium around us in the state. We want to go check yeah. out this stadium, right, or uh-huh. this stadium. So uh, with that in mind, let me ask you that question: What's your favorite oh, stadium see, to go that's to? Just not even fair. Yeah. See, that's tough, right? Yeah, on, it is. Come on, this We ask this of all of our college people, too. Chris Blair, well, and, and, well, and this is why. And this is why I wanted to ask, is, is there, and this was the question that I had in my hip pocket, <laughs> was that when I come to the Shamrock Bowl, yeah. cheap pop, I, I feel like, you know, McFoley there all of a sudden. It's like, <laughs> uh, right here at the Shamrock Bowl in Dublin, Georgia. Yeah. You know, uh, is there something that is a food or a concession that is just something that you can get there? Is there something that is a twist on concession food that can only be had from the Shamrock Bowl? Well, I won't say it can only be had from the Shamrock Bowl, but I will say this started last year, and it was the champion move of the concession stand, okay? Okay. They, they brought out a wing. They did hot wings in the uh, concession stand, and I don't okay. know what they flavored them with, but the hot wings, jam up. You got to get the hot wings if you go to the Dublin concession stand. Okay, well, I'll bring, they, I'll bring the boss because yeah. she's the one who's into the hot food. I, yeah. can't, I can't do hot food. I really can't. <laughs> they're hot wings. It takes a minute now. You know, it takes a minute. You're not going to get them right out of the window when you order them, but their hot wings are jam up. So that's okay. what you got to try, okay? Because there's, because, you know, you go to, uh, if you, if you go to certain stadia, there's a, a burger, yeah. and uh, there's a there's a burger that's got a special mix and those kinds of things. Because yeah. uh, you know, last year we went to go see uh, Tombs County play Hancock Central, and at the pit in Tombs County, they had this burger. And it was marinated, and they marinate the thing, and they start doing it at like 11 o'clock in the morning with a special marinade. And people actually come by at noon as they're cooking them on the big grill and get these burgers by the, the tub load and take them home, and that's their dinner. <laughs> Seriously. You know, wow. I mean, that's, yeah, that I mean, that's, 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 a, that's, that's, and that's why I ask. It's like, because I know that everybody has their own special thing, and I just want to know what the Shamrock Bowl is. That's a true story about Tim's County. Uh, I played at Dublin, and uh, Tim's County was in our region uh, the first, uh, well, I guess the whole the, time the I was there. The Buddy Burger, I believe. And uh, when you were warming up, it was real hazy and smoky because they had all the grills and stuff <laughs> cooking it. It smelled really good, but you're down in that hole, and in August, oh. when you're da- in August, like, we're gonna choke. <laughs> it's like you can't hardly breathe. But I know exactly what you're talking about. The burgers. I didn't have one, but uh, played some pretty good games there and, and come out with some wins. But it was a nice smell. Well, I'll tell you what, yeah. John. The other thing you got to do uh, when you make it to the Shamrock Bowl here is, you know, we have a, a pretty good tradition of a, a pretty large tailgate that happens with our booster club right outside Nothing the wrong stadium. Nothing wrong with tailgate. Yeah. Nothing wrong. Right outside the stadium, and that's where we would set up our pregame show last year. Was out there by right. our, our tailgaters. And uh, now you want some good barbecue or some good some ribs? Uh, they're, ribs. They're good. Yeah, you can get them right there if you can talk any of those. Uh, are lovers. there enough napkins to go around? <laughs> yes. That would be my next question. Yes. There's enough. There's plenty of everything right there to go around for you. Just no doubt about because, it. Because you know, because you know, yeah. with with good barbecue and with good ribs, you need good napkins. You don't just <laughs> you don't need the skinny napkins that basically fall apart the second that your finger touches them and they pull apart. Right. Because that means that the rib sauce was thick, 
<laughs> but you got the cheap napkin, and, and it's that's stuck not a good you. combination. Yeah. You that's right. The, you need the bounty. That's right. You got to have the bounty down there, brother. Just get the paper towels. That's right. Yes. Well, I tell you what, we would love to uh, visit with you on our week off. Uh, if we have, you know, the bye week this week, we'd love to come visit you guys and what you do with GPB. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, just, uh, just seriously, just come and yell at us. I think uh, we're going to start our Football Fridays in Georgia Game of the Week mid-September. Cool. And then we just roll from there. But, yeah, when, as we get closer, just let me know, and uh, we'll we'll – Figure stuff out, but uh, yeah, just you, you got my number. Just yell at me at any time. Yeah, the, well, I appreciate that. We will uh, for sure. I know uh, Chris Blair uh, has told us we got to come over there and visit him at LSU, and we plan to do that. Yeah, uh, this I, year heard, too. I heard. I heard. I heard Blair. You know, I hear Chris talking about it. Yeah, we'll roll out the purple carpet yeah. for you. And then he starts running Georgia smack. Yeah, it's like okay. You're at the top of the pyramid. You can run. You can run that now. And have you seen those championship rings? I have. Oh, man. Those are doorstops. I mean, yeah. you could you could put you could have your car up on four of those <laughs> and fix your axle yeah. or drain your oil pan. I mean, those things are huge. They're massive. They are big. They are big. You know, they give the uh, state championship. Dublin hasn't got their state championships rings yet. I mean, next it's weekend. this coming weekend where yeah. they're going to receive those rings. Oh, I think Roger was looking at what uh, the coach O was going to do for his <laughs> rings and using that as a model. Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, so uh, before we let you get out of here, John, we, I have one more question. I know that you are uh, writing a book uh, right yes. now uh, concerning – uh, Irwin County football and, yeah. uh, and legendary coach there, uh, buddy, that uh, passed. So if you will, please, why don't you share a little bit with us about that? Yep, uh, Noble Strong, uh, Lessons in Destiny is the, the working title and should be out by the anniversary of the championship game. And the boss and I are very blessed to be able to call Tammy and Buddy and Caleb and Casey and Kinley uh, very close, and we love them very much. And with uh, the job that I've got at Georgia Public, basically I can sit there and um, my bosses, you know, Kevin Gerke, Taylor Ryan, they're like, okay, what do you want to do for stories? And I'll say, I want to go here. And they're like, okay, go. And so I got to, with Buddy falling ill with stomach cancer last July 4th, basically, it gave me the opportunity to go down, catch up with him, catch up with Tammy, and to be able to tell his story through all of his friends, through his family, and through that prism. And so now what I'm doing is I'm writing the book of that year and starting from the diagnosis and all the lessons and the legacy that Buddy is leaving with us from his championship win last year at Irwin County. Uh, So it is my sixth book, and uh, it is a labor of love, and I'm banging it out as best I can, and the, the goal is to have it out there by the championship anniversary so it'll be second week of december yeah we uh i almost had the uh the new coach there at Irwin county on this call with us today as a partner to you uh but i, I figured we'd wait and, and speak next week uh with him so uh, i look forward to reading that book coming out and i know the others that uh, you have published there are some good ones out there um yeah, 100 things Georgia That's Bulldog I, fans yeah. should know and do before they die, right? <laughs> uh, a history of high school football in Georgia, the one you just mentioned there. Uh, some good books out there uh, that you have written that are just awesome reads if you're a sports fan or a Georgia uh, football person. Or a Georgia football just, fan. Just a Georgia person, yeah. Or a enjoyed, Georgia person. Yeah, enjoys uh, some high school football. And so Georgia, Georgia person Georgia, Georgia, enjoys Georgia, Georgia Bulldogs Bulldogs. Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia UGA Bulldogs. Uh, <laughs> all that. Yeah, you're talking to the Georgia guy, so you got to talk to Ben if you want some tech over there. 
there. You know, where's the Mercer Bears? And, well, Mercer is actually in the uh, the Pigskin History Book for College stuff, and we and we yep. mentioned the first go round for Mercer and the rebirth. So it's in that book too. Yep, yep. we sure are. I was on the uh, that team in 2013 when we started, and uh, started that record year with the most wins by a startup. Was there? <laughs> that was Rob. That was yep. Ben. That was me. Yeah. So that's good stuff. Uh, so let me ask you before, uh, again, uh, I got all these questions. I just love chatting with you, John. It's fun to have you on the phone with us. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah, I love it, man. Uh, you know, we've had Larry on the show with us. And, uh, you know, Larry, I had to make a, a public confession to him when he was on the show Uh-oh. with us recently. I know that you've covered Uh-oh. some Super Bowls as well. Yes. And uh, when Atlanta was in the Super Bowl, I had Larry on a live shot, a cut-in, uh, when I was with CNN Sports at the time. And uh, he was the man on site. And uh, mm-hmm. I had to cut a uh, – a sound bite for him and uh, I totally hosed him on the sound bite right I, kept, I did <laughs> <laughs> so he's live outside the Super Bowl and I send him a, a, a sound on tape with no sound and <laughs> oh that's and just that's just not good I know so I made the confession to him on our show when he was here and uh, it was really funny so let me ask you the question you were talking at the beginning of our conversation about all the work that goes on behind the scenes right mm-hmm. uh, tell yep. me what's the funny uh, in your life that's been like oh my gosh I can't believe and all the things you've covered where you've had the, the big oops or the funny. Tell me, tell me a good story. Well, I mean, it's not really a funny, but it, it did teach me a lesson. Uh, <laughs> the, the lesson I learned in college is that the mic is always hot. <laughs> that's yeah. a good lesson. Yeah, that's a good lesson. And uh, we had had uh, production problems. I, I did uh, play-by-play for secondary sports at Florida State. And we had had production problems getting on the air for this one particular game. And we got on like right before halftime and I had to recap an entire half of basketball before I could send it to commercial and we could get back to halftime and continue to go for the show. Uh, and so I drew as many pictures as humanly possible when it came to recapping this first half of this basketball game, tossed it to break, and I thought I was clear. I was not. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so there, there was a, there was a, a magic word that was that was put in there that uh, that, <laughs> yes. that has to do with uh, with cows and, and pastures. <laughs> and uh, suffice to say, I heard about it when I got back to the states. So my, my my lesson from my college years is that the mic is always hot. There you go. Mic is always on. That's a good lesson. That is a very good lesson. Yeah. Learn quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you ain't kidding, brother. Yep, yep. You got Oh, that's good stuff. Good stuff. Well, John, uh, we certainly do appreciate you coming on the show with us and sharing with us and uh, all the books you can find. Tell everybody where they can find your great Amazon. books. All on Amazon, huh? Amazon.com, and it's J-O-N Nelson. Uh, there's another John Nelson who's also a J-O-N, but he's like some kind of uh, fancy astrophysicist. That would not be me. <laughs> So All there's right. like a there's a sports John Nelson and like an astrophysicist biomechanical engineering John Nelson. I am not the second one. I'm the first one. And there are five books on Amazon right now. Uh, the, the history books we talked about, uh, a biography of Gene Jelks, who folks might remember from his time at Alabama. 
uh, back in the 80s. And so the, they were all, they're all fun books to do and working on Noble Strong right now for number six. So yep. Amazon.com. Amazon. I hear you, my friend. Well, uh, please tell uh, Patty and the two fur children that we said hello. Uh, the, which, I won't. which one do you like best there? The, the Pekingese? Can I pick your, your favorite on well, the fur? Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, 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 I need to update that bio. Yeah. Uh, it, the, the, the cat trouble passed at the age oh. of 17. Wow. And so he was in charge anyway. And so oh, yeah. I knew, I know, I know in that house I'm fourth <laughs> behind. So, uh, yeah, Trooper, Trooper we think is 13. He's a rescue. And, uh, the, the county that we've rescued him from, oh, we think he's two or three when he's really more like four or five. And so, uh, he, he's become very demanding in his old age. We think he's at least 13 because he's been with us for nine years. But, uh, once again, uh, he runs the place. Uh, Patty is the boss, and uh, I am third. So uh-huh. I, I, I know I know that going in. Mm, I hear you. I hear you. Any, <laughs> uh, any good words uh, we can share for our friend uh, Tommy Palmer while we got you on the air? Just uh, just send your love. And uh, Tommy and I are going to get back together for our monthly version of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast next week, and so that should be out in about a week and a half or so. Okay. Uh, just send all your warm warm uh, love and best vibes and. Uh, just uh, just have Tommy and his family in your thoughts because uh, he needs them. But, uh, you know, he's he's still a part of the GPB family and he's still cranking stuff out. And he's still he's still a part and parcel to the fabric of high school football here in the state. He has forgotten more than I will ever know. He, he is my oracle in this business. There you go. Well, uh, Mr. John Nelson there, we appreciate you being on with us, my friend. Thank GPB you, Sports, all-knowing, all-seeing. John Nelson. The, the omnipotent and omniscient somebody other than me. <laughs> oh, we thank you for coming on the Rob and Joe Show, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you, John. Be good, y'all. See you, man. Bye-bye. Pretty good stuff right there. We'll take a quick break. Be right back. Get ready for next week here on the Rob and Joe Show. Stick around. the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. Eyeballs Marketing and Signs. That's Eyeballs with a Z. I-B-A-L-Z is all about everything you need for printing services, marketing services, apparel services, signage, banners, wraps for your vehicles, design services, or a whole lot more. Whatever you need in your business to get your message out there, you can count on Eyeballs. I-B-A-L-Z dot com. Eyeballs Marketing and Sign in Warner Robins. Springtime is here, and Bubba's Tire Center is here to handle all of your vehicle needs. With the current situation of COVID-19, we are still operating our normal hours, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5.30. If you need some more time on that set of tires or vehicle repair, we offer a 90-day payment option that requires no credit check, as well as the Goodyear credit card. Don't forget, we offer free pickup and delivery, so you never have to leave your home or place of work. Call us today at 470 478- 8275-2964 or check us out online at Bubba's Tire Center.com. Come to Bubba's Tire Center where we do tires and a whole lot more. Now back to Rob Ben and Joe. Brought to you by Bubba's Tire and Network One Sports. 
All right, back on the Rob and Joe Show again, brought to you by Bubba's Tire, Network One Sports, uh, Marco's Pizza, our friends at Georgia Farm Bureau, and uh, also our guys at Eyeballs Marketing and Media. We appreciate you bringing the show each and every week. Don't forget to download the uh, show on your iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify as well, and you can follow us at RBJ Show on Instagram and Twitter, RBJ Podcast on Facebook. So, uh, Rob, good conversation there with John Nelson, Mr. GPB Sports. Everybody knows him as the cute sports guy. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's got a lot, a lot, a lot of knowledge oh, about yeah. what's going on, probably more than anybody as far as if you took a circle and drew the state or whatever in right. all 400 schools. That's daunting to yeah. have to even cover. Um, so uh, hats off to that guy. Crazy what's stuck in his head <laughs> for football season. Yeah. <laughs> no be, doubt about he's it. Got to be locked in. Got to be locked in. That's right. And uh, just great to have him on the show. Look forward to working with him as uh, we go into this football season. So uh, next week, uh, speaking of uh, Irwin County, John writing the book over uh, Buddy Nobles there, Buddy uh, Noble Strong, uh, Casey Soliday sliding in to uh, take over there the Irwin County. Uh, project. Uh, we'll probably have him on with us next week. I've been communicating with him and also communicating with uh, the head coach of Michigan State, Mel Tucker, talking with their uh, sports information guy. Uh, so one of those two more than likely on the show next week. So we may be Michigan State, we may be Irwin County, uh, but uh, we'll have a coach on with us next week, probably stay in the high school realm uh, moving forward as well. So a lot of stuff coming up here on the Rob, Ben, and Joe show, and uh, that's a lot of fun to look forward to, I think. Heck yeah, absolutely. You're, we're getting slowly closer and closer and closer to this precipice of you're right in the window of where a lot of stuff is starting to pick up steam. And so I just hope it just keeps going. Yeah, just keeps on That's going. all we can hope for. Yeah, just bear down and let's get to the season, right. right? Just get bear, everything started. Bear down. Bear down. There you go. <laughs> Fun Mercer reference, Paris, baby. There you go. Fun <laughs> reference for us. Well, that's going to do it for us here on the Rob, Ben, and Joe show. Uh, been away on vacation this week. I think, Rob, you'll be uh, vacation maybe yep. next week. Yep. This All time right. I'll probably be, well, it's, yeah, may still have a pina colada. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But, uh, again, thanks to John Nelson for coming on the show. You guys stick around. Uh, we'll have more to come next week with high school football and maybe even a little Michigan State. So, uh, again, thanks to our sponsors. Download the show wherever you can, wherever you go, Spotify and Apple iTunes. Until next week, thanks for listening and uh, being here on the Robin and Joe Show. Good night.